and welcome back to the Grow by Design podcast. I'm your host, Jess Green. I am so excited for you to hear this episode today. I think it is going to be absolutely game-changing for you. This is the second episode in our goal-setting series. It is all about how to create the game plan. So this is all about the tools and tips and tricks that you actually need to make a plan to make your goals happen. So in this episode, we look at the goal fundamentals. So what does your goal need to have in terms of its framework to make sure that it is something that you can actually achieve? And then we go through the process of identifying what that game plan needs to look like, what steps you need to take, how you go about doing that, and how you track that progress day to day, week to week, until the point where you actually achieve it. So last week I highlighted the idea that there is three steps within the goal setting process. There is getting clear on the goal, there is creating the game plan, and then there is having the champion's mindset to execute it. So last week we talked about how to get clear on the goal. So that is all about understanding what the goal is and why that is your goal. Understanding your deep underlying drive to achieve that thing. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I would suggest that you jump back and listen to that one. And then today we're, we're talking through all about how to create the game plan. So what does that look like? What does that game plan actually kind of look like in your day-to-day life? And that's what we're going to really jump into today. So I truly believe that any goal or dream is possible if you follow these three steps, if you follow this process, and if you wholeheartedly believe that you are capable and deserving of achieving this goal. So I also believe that everyone can have a dream or a want. And as I outlined, a dream is something where it's a big picture, it's a sky high ideal, but it's not actually something tangible. So everyone can have a dream or a want, but only some people turn that into an actual goal. And then even less than that, turn it into an actual game plan. And then even less than that, turn it into a game plan and actually stick to it and achieve it. So I'm here to make sure that you are one of those people who actually achieves their goal. So anything is possible when it is created with the right parameters and the right game plan. This is what I like to call the goal fundamentals. So we'll jump into that in a moment around what those key goal fundamentals are. But this is an interesting point that I want to make, that your goals are not unique. And we are all amazing and unique in our own right, but quite often our goals actually aren't. And so that can be a a good and a bad thing, obviously. So the great news about that is that it gives us proof points that other people have achieved this goal. So absolutely you can too. There are thousands and thousands of examples of people out there who have achieved a similar goal to you. So if they can do it, you can do it. You can also use these as proof points and as lessons. So they are great examples of what to do and what not to do. So from an athlete perspective, however, that is bad news. So when you think about you competing in your sport and your goal is to win, you have to remember that every other person that you are competing against, their goal is also to win. So the difference here is making sure that you are the one that does, and that comes down to your game plan. So you can have the same dream, the same goal. The thing that sets you apart is your game plan. So again, that is what we're going to jump into today. So these goals that we're looking at, they can be in any area of your life. And I touched on this um, a little bit last week. So again, jump back to that episode if you want a refresher. But these can be big or small. They can be life-changing. They can be within a new habit. They could be any area of your life. You could be juggling a few different goals at any point in time. But once you learn this process, you can apply it to anything. What are the goal fundamentals that I'm talking about? So the first one is... Making sure that the goal is realistic, and that's to start off with. So I am a big fan of 
big, bold, scary-ass goals, but I'm also a big fan of things being realistic. So that might be things within what the goal itself is, or within the timeline or the scale or the scope of what it is that you're trying to achieve. So an example of a realistic goal, I'll use two examples throughout this whole podcast, so saving money or within your sport. For me, my goal was always to be the best athlete that I could be in my sport. One of the key reasons I ended up choosing bodybuilding is because it was a sport that I could work towards being the best athlete that I could be. To give some background, I initially started as a volleyball player and a netball player, and I quickly learned that I don't have the genetics to be a volleyball player. I loved the idea of it, and I worked really hard at it, and I was good at the position that I played, but genetically, I'm not going to go to the Olympics as a volleyball player. So knowing that one of my goals was to compete in a sport at the highest level, I then actually chose a sport where I could genetically do that, where it was based on, yes, genetics and bodybuilding help. And if you have amazing genetics, it definitely fast tracks you. But I also felt that it was something that I could control or influence. So my genetics were somewhat aligned with a bodybuilding bikini athlete shape. But I also knew that over time and with consistent effort it was something that I could work towards so when talking about realistic goals it is looking at okay within the scope of my life and my you know my current reality is this goal something that is realistic possible and achievable so then I want to explain to you this concept of chunking and so that is NLP which is a neural linguistic programming um, fundamental kind of idea sorry there was a lot of big words within that sentence but that is the idea of Breaking big things into small things is effectively what that is. So me wanting to win in my sport at the highest level is the concept of a big goal. When I break that down, it means finding a sport that suits me and taking part in that might be the very first step. The next goal might be to place higher. The next goal might be to move up in the ranks. If it's a team sport, it might be being selected for the higher level team. And you can see how these goals chunk up and chunk down. If we're using a saving money example, a realistic goal for someone who earns $50,000 might not be to save $60,000 in that year. It might be $5,000 or $10,000. But this idea of chunking it up, if over time they want to save $60,000, breaking that down into smaller, more meaningful, more realistic goals is a great way to go. So the next really important step is tangible. And this is a key part when deciding and setting up your goal. So how will you actually know when you have achieved it? And again, a great way to do this is a saving money example. So for a lot of people, their goal is to save more money. And again, how do you know when you've saved more money? If there's no tangible number or line in the sand or visible feeling or, you know, tick the box, yes, I've definitely achieved this. It's really hard and it is a bit wifty-wafty. So you want a really fundamental line in the sand. This is how I will know. So I have... $5,000 in the bank is a much more tangible goal than I just want to save some more money. So it gives you a bit more direction and purpose in terms of actually giving you a target to hit. Now, sometimes finding that tangible side of the goal can actually be quite challenging. So if it is a goal that is, say, a subjective sport or it is a feeling or an emotion, you want to feel happier or freer or calmer or less stressed, all those kind of things, it is more challenging to put a tangible feeling around it. So I encourage you to try and spend a bit more time deep diving into that feeling and that emotion and how will you identify it. It might be scenario based. So if it's about feeling more confident, 
it might be saying, okay, next time I want to, I walk into a room, I want to feel X. And then when it happens, you'll know that you've achieved it. For me, being in a subjective sport, it's also really hard because quite a lot of the outcome is actually out of my control. I have no ability to control how other people turn up. I have no idea what the judges are thinking at the time or what who's on the panel and all that kind of stuff that comes with it. So for me, my goal is, yes, it's always to win. And within sport, it is always to win. But I also have goals behind that. So I want to bring my best package every time. And I will know that by looking at photos and knowing the sport and knowing myself. Within a time trial sport, it's sort of easier knowing what your time is. You can always improve on that. But kind of knowing within a subjective sport, my goal, yes, is always to win. But I also know that poses its own challenges that are out of my control. So what things within my tangible goal can I make sure that I always hit? So for me, it might be bringing my best package, hitting a certain shape or, you know, body fat doesn't really help, but body fat, muscle mass, whatever that looks like for me, what is that tangible goal? I can absolutely hang my head on. Yes, I've achieved it. So we've got realistic, we've got tangible. The next important fundamental is time. So give yourself a deadline. And this is so important because it does get us moving and it keeps us accountable and it keeps us working towards that target. So there's always that old saying of however long you have is how long it will take you. So we all know that we do this. If you've got the whole day to do one task, it will take you the whole day. If you've got 10 minutes to do the task, it'll take you 10 minutes. And all of our different goals will take a different amount of time. But if you at least put a timeline on it, so by the end of the year, by the end of the month, by X date, I want to achieve this. It gives you something to work towards. Now, this is your own timeline. So again, you can adjust it as you need to. If life events come up, don't beat yourself up if you don't hit that timeline. Don't get disappointed if you go past it. But you do need to give yourself something to work towards, something to hold you accountable to, and something to keep progressing towards. So timely is the third step. The fourth step is around self-belief. And I just think that this is so important. If you have a goal that you don't feel that you can achieve, you've almost already failed. And I promise you, every big goal that you have, you will need to convince yourself every single time that you are worthy and capable and powerful enough to achieve. But you do have to continue showing up every single day, believing that it's possible. A goal needs to be something that you can get your energy around, get your head around, something that you can be bold and brave enough to tell people that that's what you're chasing after. And again, you might have to convince yourself of that every single day, but it needs to be something that you can truly fundamentally believe that you are possible and capable of achieving. And again, what I find is really valuable within this fourth piece is this concept of chunking. So yeah, when I first started out, sure, I would love to go to the Olympia as a bikini athlete and I could kind of get my energy around that, but I also knew it wasn't that realistic for me in the the space and time that I was at. So I chunked that goal right back down to, okay, I want to get on stage. After that, it was, okay, I want to place in the novice. After that, it was, I want to place an open. After that, it was, I want to win open. And I could get my energy around those kind of things. If I came hot out of the gate saying, I want to win the open class, which I kind of did, but it sort of did and didn't work. But you chunk down the goal to the point where you feel it is possible. What I like to do from there is give myself the goal that I feel is possible and then stretch it a little bit. So if you think you're capable of saving $5,000, give yourself a stretch goal of like six. And I just find that that helps me keep moving, but it also gives me the self-belief and the confidence that I can do it. So those are the key four fundamental 
parts I believe you need to have to set up the right goal. So that is making sure it's realistic, making sure it's tangible, making sure it's timely and having the self-belief that you can do that. So most goals are not achieved overnight. We can put the fundamentals together. We can have a strong what, a strong why. You can have these fundamentals. Now, the way to make them actually come to life is by doing them. So they aren't achieved overnight and they aren't achieved by setting, you know, a good timely goal, a good realistic goal. They are achieved by a set of habits and actions that you execute every single day. So this is the game plan. So what does that game plan look like? And I'm going to run through some questions that I really encourage you to ask yourself and to spend some time working through journaling, putting into a a to-do list if that's what works for you. But looking at that goal at the chunk size level that you have got right now, what are the key steps that you need to perform to make this happen? What do you need to start doing to make this goal come to life? And potentially you don't actually know right now, which is then the first step is to go and find out, this is my goal, what do I need to do to achieve it? So to do that, ask yourself the question, do I have the right resources right now to make this happen? Do I have the right people in my corner? Do I have the right knowledge, the right skills, the right time? If I don't, or if you've got questions about that, that's your first step. Do that research. How will you go about finding out if you've got the right people, if you've got the right resources? And then what do you actually do with them? So what are the next steps that you need to perform? Do you have the right resources to make that happen? So once you do, it's about starting to put that into play. So what does your week look like? What does your day look like? What does your daily tasks and habits look like to make sure that you're working towards that goal? So each week I sit down on a Sunday and I write out my weekly plan and then I look at my goals and I say, okay, what do I need to do this week to make sure I'm moving towards my goal? For me, I have the notes in my phone. I have my weekly goals, which are like an even smaller version of my my big goal. And then I map out what I'm doing each day and I make sure that each day I'm contributing something towards my goal. So for example, within my competing, I know that obviously I have to train every day. I have to hit my macros every day. I need to stretch and I need to pose. I need to work on breathing exercises. There's a whole lot of things that I need to do every day to make sure I'm the best athlete. And some days I can't do all of those things every single day, but I make sure that at some point in my week, I am doing it at least once. If we were to use the saving money example again, if I had a certain savings goal, I would sit down and I would look at all of my income, all of my spending, and I would work out how much do I need to save every single week to get to my goal in X amount of time. Obviously, if you're wanting to get there quicker, you need to save more. If you're wanting to, you know, have a little bit more for spending during the week, it maybe takes a little bit longer. But I would sit down, map out the plan, and then make sure that I'm contributing to it every single day or every single week. So then as I move through my week, I just use, again, the notes on my phone, I use the tick box thing because it's really satisfying. And I just tick off each day as I go and each task that I've done. Then at the end of the week, I look back over the week that's just been. I have a look at where I achieved all the little micro wins that I put in um, and where I didn't. And then what I do is try and reflect on that. So was there a reason that I didn't get everything done? Did I overcommit myself? Was I lazy? Did other things come up? And I just make a bit of a mental note and evaluation on how last week went and then I use that to inform the week that's coming up so I don't beat myself up on things if I don't hit them Um, I just make a new plan and so that's what this whole process looks like it's saying yes your goal might be to achieve it in six months time but if you don't do something every single week towards it it's suddenly going to be six months and you wouldn't have got any further along so within that it's important to 
track your progress. So again, when you're setting up this goal, have that conversation with yourself, make a plan. How am I going to check in and make sure that I'm on track to my goal? If you have a six month goal, don't just wait until six months time to to check if you got there. You want to be sure that you're on track because then if you're not, you can adjust and correct. So how will you track your progress? And then what will you do with that information? So again, the next important step is if you are tracking your progress, how are you going to celebrate along the way? So when you are on track, that's great. What you're doing is working. Keep doing it. Can I do it better? If things aren't going to plan, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to deal with the setbacks? How are you going to deal with the curveballs? So if you're doing something and it's not working, maybe you need to change it. Is it because you haven't stuck with it long enough and you actually need to just keep ticking away? Don't change things after week one. Maybe sit for two, three, four. And if it's definitely not working or something has happened, then you need to regroup. You need to reevaluate. You need to make a slight adjustment. But you need to be open to that and be flexible with that. So how will you deal with the setbacks? And identify them as just a setback. It doesn't mean that you failed at your goal. It just means that there is another journey that you now need to take to get there. So understand how you're tracking that progress. How you are going to celebrate along the way? Recognize what's working and keep doing that. Recognize what's not working and make adjustments if you need to. And then finally, understand what is within your control. And this is a really important part. And COVID is always the classic example of this. A lot of that is out of our control. And we have been amazing at adapting. But knowing what you can and can't control. So that might be within your process. It might be within the goal itself. As I said, winning in a subjective sport or just winning in general, you can't control how other athletes show up. There is a lot on game day that you can't control. So you want to get great at managing what you can control and then also what you can't control and having plans and being able to mitigate any curveballs that might come up. So understanding that your goal is pretty rock solid and locked in and you don't really want to shift away from what that goal is, but you might need to be a little bit more flexible with the plan. So if things aren't moving quite the way that you want, you might need to adapt. One of my favorite quotes is that it's always feedback over failure. So you only ever fail when you absolutely quit. If something isn't going to plan, you just need to adjust the plan. You might even need to adjust the goal. You might even need to chunk it down a little bit or sidestep it to get to the final destination. Be open and flexible with that as well. So be rock solid on your dedication and your commitment to the goal. Do show up every single day to make it happen. But what that showing up looks like might be slightly different each day. My final one is learn to enjoy the process because you are living this goal every single day. You want to make sure that you enjoy it. There'll be some days that are tougher than others, but if you don't enjoy the process, it can make it a pretty miserable experience. I do always think that regardless of how hard the journey is, the goal is always satisfying. Sometimes when it's more challenging and you've overcome more hardship, it is so much more amazing to achieve it. But at the same time, if it's a flowy and easy process and you just get there and you just win, that's amazing as well. But learning to enjoy the process and the journey and the day-to-day means that it is much more likely that you are going to achieve the goal. Because if you're enjoying what you're doing and you know that it's working towards that goal, you're more likely to show up and keep working. So however you choose to track your goal and to map this out, as I said, I I write everything on the notes of my phone. There's lots of really cool apps. There's lots of journals and things like that that you can use. But for me, I write my big goal at the top of the page 
and then I break that into smaller chunks. So for me, literally in my notes right now is go to the Olympia. To do that, I need to win my pro card. To do that, I need to win my class. Or I need to win overalls. I need to win my class. I need to work hard in my off season. So right now, my weekly goals are to train as hard as I possibly can so that I build a really great muscle base. Monitoring and and maintaining my body fat. It is eating clean and nutritious food. It's sleeping. It is recovery. It's mobility and posing. It's all these little things that will one day build to bringing the best shape on stage to then hopefully winning my class, winning my pro card, etc, etc. So you can see what I'm doing day to day. I love and enjoy. It's hard work, but I know that that goal is there and I'm working towards it every single day. So I really encourage you to take this goal setting process further than most people do. As I said, most people have a dream or a want. Maybe they turn that into a goal. Maybe they turn that into a game plan. But I highly doubt there's many people out there who do something every single day about it. So that is your competitive advantage. That is your difference. I want you to look at all these goal fundamentals that we've talked about. Break your goal down into the bite-sized chunk that you believe is best for you right now. Make sure that it is realistic, that it is timely, that it is tangible, and that you have unwavering self-belief that it's possible. I want you to then go away and make a game plan for it. So what are the key steps that you need to perform to make it happen? Do you have the right resources right now? If not, how are you going to go about finding them? What does your week look like? What does your day look like? How are you going to track your progress? How are you going to celebrate your wins? How will you deal with setbacks? And how will you understand what you can and can't control? And remember, you only fail when you quit. And any feedback or anything that doesn't quite go your way is just an opportunity to learn and adapt and grow and send you on a new journey. So I hope this episode was valuable. I know that there was so much information in there, so I really encourage you to listen back to it, grab your journal, write some notes. I'll put as much of the notes as I can in the show notes and also a link on my website so that you can um, have another look through everything. I absolutely appreciate all of your time and love and attention. I have received such amazing feedback on the podcast so far, so it's great being back. I'm loving it. If you have any thoughts or comments or you want to know any more, make sure you send me a message on Instagram. I'm Grow by Design. If you like the show and you feel that it would be valuable for someone else to listen to, um, definitely send it to them or leave me a five-star review. That would just make my whole day. But I hope you have an amazing day. I am so excited to hear about all of your wins and all of your amazing goals that I know you're going to achieve. Have a beautiful day and I will chat to you soon. Music